coming up on this week's show, psychic medium Linda Jane Selena and Joy of Living, Greg Gonzalez. enjoy this week's show because we have two completely different guests coming from completely different perspectives. We have a uh, psychic medium, Linda Jane Selena, very gifted person. We're always blessed when she comes to the show. In fact, she guested on two shows this past season and answered callers questions in a very succinct and direct way. On another show, we featured Greg Gonzalez, and he was phoning me. We were speaking to each other while he was driving on his way to a gig. Um, and I believe he lives in Colorado. So he was probably driving uphill. I was visualizing uh, up a mountain and, and using his mobile phone. So I jokingly say he was mobile on his mobile. And Greg discusses um, and the various workshops he gives and some techniques as far as living joyfully is concerned, the joy of living. And um, I know you're going to find this fascinating for its completely different field of two different people, one from the psychic realm and one not. Join me now for Linda Jane Selena and Greg Gonzalez. And now we're going to go to our next caller. And hi, caller. How are you today? Hello, I'm Patty. And what's your name? Anita. Very good. What is your question for Linda and I? Hi, I'm in a loving relationship with a woman whom I've known for about a year now. I know there's some people connection, and I'm wondering what that, that connection is, and can it lead the marriage? Oh, okay. Excellent. Linda. Congratulations on finding your lovely person. Well done. Um, okay, what the connection is. So the, there's a historical connection between you. Definitely feels like what we would call a past life, which is, of course, a concurrent life, actually. Um, and I do see you as sisters before now. It does feel like a different, more of a, um, a sisterly kind of a bond that you have. However, of course, that's transposed in this life, which is lovely. Would it lead to marriage? I do believe there is an opportunity for that. And I'm seeing two years and five months into the relationship that that would happen. Um, I do feel as though you need to be the driver in this and push this forward because I feel like um, the other lady is kind of uh, waiting, uh, I would say, with more patience than you, but you are anxious to move forward. And that feels like a positive thing. I feel as though you have a nice balance between you where she will keep you steady and you will pepper up somewhat and make her sort of happy and, and uh, more um, accepting of new ideas. So I think if you, if you mention it sometime after Christmas, maybe, uh, just let me look at that time for you, like February or March time, there's something around there that's a special time for you guys that will come up and you'll see it. I think if you make the suggestion then and work forward towards that together, it feels like two years and five months would be the right time for you to do it. Perfect. I hope that's helpful. Perfect. I'm going to pick a card from my soul oracle cards. The cards are based on the spiritual laws of the universe 
And the one that I did pick is number 13, The Law of Peace. And um, this is what we all seek, all of us. Um, whether it's an inner peace, whether it's a peace in a relationship, whether it's an, a peace in our um, work. But oneness with our higher self always results in peace. And so, uh, caller, I want to advise you, I want to recommend that you slow down a little bit. Um, not just in the relationship, but more so um, what I'm sensing is a little bit of a tailspin. So stop, um, smell the proverbial roses, if you will, uh, get out in nature a little bit more, go for walks, or read if you're more of an inside person, read, do puzzles, whatever it is that makes you feel good. And so I'd like to... Um, uh, do a meditative treatment with you right now. So I'm going to ask you, caller, just sit with your back straight to facilitate the flow of kundalini energy up your spine. Gently closing our eyes, we gaze in upon the brow or third eye area, as well as our heart or soul chakra. We take the sacred breath in, releasing with the sound. And as we gaze Inwardly, as we lean back into the upper room of consciousness in which we already dwell, we are experiencing, we are feeling a peace that passeth all understanding. We are experiencing right here and right now, not only a light that grows stronger, that grows deeper, that grows brighter. It is a light that bathes us from the very top of our body down the length of our bodies to the soles of our feet, right through our feet ad infinitum and out the top of our head out. We are surrounded inwardly and outwardly by this light. And this light is good. This light is peace and love, joy, harmony, higher intelligence, wisdom, and creativity. In this light of infinite wisdom, infinite intelligence, universal mind, we cannot and will not go wrong. We, there is no such a thing as a mistake. There is no such a thing as wrong decisions. For we are guided inwardly and outwardly by this higher intelligence in which we dwell. So right here and right now we affirm and we declare in the light and love of source which we are a part of and which is a part of us right here and right now that we are all at peace, all feeling whole, all whole, healed and complete and we give thanks for this knowing, for this peace that passeth all understanding. We allow ourselves to be bathed inwardly and outwardly. And we release this word of truth. We release this word of peace, knowing that it can, shall, will return, multiplied of itself, never void. In gratitude and appreciation, we give thanks for this word, letting it be so now and unto forevermore. And so it is, and so it is, amen. 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 We breathe into this light and love, this peaceful energy, becoming one with it, and we release it out to the universe. I want to thank you so much, caller, for joining us this week. Peace.
Now in its 11th season, listen and watch Fridays to my podcast and webcast on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Speaker Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Anchor FM, and YouTube. During the toughest, so-called toughest of times, that's when we must get in touch with joy. So there's not just one particular time um, or occasion where it's important to feel joy, to know love, etc. But all the time. And I'm excited. I want to get back to the questions because you raised something really, really, as far as I'm concerned, it's really important. One of my spiritual tools and one of the spiritual tools of many new thought institutions, if you will, of which I ascribe to, is asking the divine questions, which is really asking yourself questions, such as, where do I want to be? And you do this in meditative state or slightly altered state with eyes shut and, and you're focusing on your breath. Where do you want me to be? You with a capital Y, which is really yourself. Where, what must I learn? What must I do to achieve this? There's various questions and in the power of the inquisitiveness, which is also a spiritual law, the spiritual law of inquisitiveness, there's an echoing back. Somewhere in your higher mind, someone gets an answer or they're guided intuitively. And I, I love that concept because we may be teachers, we may be, I hate using the word guru because people do not understand that. It just simply means teacher or master, which means teacher. You're a guide. We're guides. We're not here to tell people how to live or what to do, but merely to ask the right questions. That's why I'm so excited you raised that. Ask the right questions so people will come to the realizations that they need to come at the time. And um, can you give us an example of a couple of the questions or a couple of the techniques. Absolutely. So it's so funny that you bring that up because I've explained to people so many times they immediately assume, oh, you're a coach, you're a life coach. <laughs> I've had to correct them at times and say, you know, my interpretation of what a coach is is someone who provides direction and instruction. Yes. Really all I'm doing is asking questions, but I do think that there's elements of what I do that do embody what a coach does. Yes. So listening and creating so, so I've had to overcome that, uh, my own definition of coach is the accepting of that. But the questions, like you say, are, are the key to unlocking the truth, I think, for people, is to really sit and meditate on these questions. So um, I typically start, whenever I start a group or meet with people, I always start with my first basic question is, how do you define joy? And I find that sometimes just that, first question, uh, it causes people to pause. Because I, I think the word joy in and of itself is a word that not a lot of people use or put into their consciousness on a daily basis. Hmm. So I think when you ask that question and they stop to think to themselves, okay, what, what is joy? What is joy to me? I find that that just sets the tone for a lot of people because it does bring them back to this feeling of beyond just that superficial feeling of what it means to be happy and then it's a fleeting emotion that kind of, you know, comes and goes. Joy is something that when you really think about it can truly enlighten you to the idea that it, it's present even in the darkest of times. Exactly. And that's when you need it the most. So I find that that first question tends to be kind of a good groundbreaker, I guess you could say, 
Yes. Um, but I mean, some of my other questions that I go into are, what does a meaningful day look like to you? Um, what are you most grateful for today? How do you define love? Um, questions that, that cause people, again, that they're open-ended. I, I never ask any yes or no questions. Um, but, but they're questions that, again, bring about emotions. I, I've had people get emotional. Yes. They stop and think about their answers. Um, I've had people who say, I don't know if this is the right answer, and then it leads into other things, which have forced me to then ask another question that maybe I hadn't written down or had a part of. I, I really let the participants guide where the conversation goes. Um, I, I try to add as little commentary as possible. I'll offer guidance in terms of, you know, if they're struggling with an answer, to say, you know, some other people have, with that similar question have answered it this way. Um, but what I love about the group scenario, when I ask the question, is, is that someone will answer, and then someone will, you could just see their face go, oh, my goodness, I didn't think of it that way. And then it brings out maybe a refined answer or a more clearer answer for people. And then they play off of each other. Perfect. Because of their responses. And that's just the, the community that's created in that. And the sense of just, again, I love the term sacred space that's created amongst the group as they're answering. Um, the questions just don't. Um, I, I currently am sitting at about 230 questions that I've accumulated over time. <laughs> I love relate it. relate to the particular pillars. But the point of my workshop isn't to get through as many questions. I mean, the point is really to just get through, get to the truth that you have and to just create space to listen. Um, so to me, the questions, again, are just the key to unlocking the truth. Exactly. Exactly. Expand your consciousness and awareness with Dr. Michael's more than 40 paperback books of a self-help, mystical, new thought, and metaphysical nature available from Amazon. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Peace and richest blessings. <music>